No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Sco. It's the Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely day because I certainly did. Don't worry, I'll explain everything. I'll explain what's happening with the points once we get through this little spiel. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Tonight's recommended drink, as always, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand name crackers. This is the Wine and Crackers broadcast for your midweek hump day special. Let's get our hump on, shall we? So much to get through in so little time. And an extra special episode tonight, ladies and gentlemen. In the second half... Uh, in the second half. Second half. I do so many bad accents now that I, I start to forget my own accent. In the second half of tonight's show... In the second half of tonight's show, we will be welcoming JJ Stoner. The one, the only JJ Stoner onto the program. And I've got something for him. I'm either going to blow his mind or he's going to be like, oh, no, man, I already seen that. So we're, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you could, please, whatever platform you're on, please share the show out. Hit the little arrow on DLive, ladies and gentlemen. We're making our push towards 1,000 followers here on DLive. So I made the promise. If we can get within striking distance of 1,000 followers by... Friday night, I will come on at 6pm and do a 1,000 follower special edition stream. Captain Henchman with the with the bumper, with the bumper, with the diamond, thank you so much, sir. Boogie Glow Tits Bumper. Glow Tits. Never had that one before. I've been called Sugar Dick, never Glow Tits. I like it. Gypsy, thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Now, you can see Tidy Labs has just put in the chat the alerts. Exclamation mark, Lookna, exclamation mark, Tapper, exclamation mark, JJ Stoner, exclamation mark, Smens, exclamation mark, Macho. So let me explain that. I'm doing a, I'm doing a little thing on DLive. If it works, it'll be fun. Maybe it won't be fun. I don't know. We'll just give it a trial run. Thank you for the diamond winning TV. Follow winning TV, by the way. DLive.tv slash winning TV. He says, don't talk about the apple sauce. Okay, I'll do my best. I'll try not to. Uh, Now, see, people are going to be allocated points for how much they chat in the chat. The points will go out every five minutes or so. The alert costs 200 points to set off. So let me show you. Let me give you a demonstration. If you have 200 points in the bank, you, you put exclamation mark points to see how much points you have. If you have 200 points and you put exclamation mark Lookna, you'll get one of these. It's one bad thing or the other bad thing. (laughs) There's no, yeah, we should just do this one. Let's just do choice A. Choice A will be so much better. No. There you go. You can waste 200 uh, irrelevant chat room points on one of those. If you put uh, exclamation point Tapper, you can get one of these. Those white nationalists use the term, which combines cuckold 
with conservative to suggest that Republicans who condemn racism like to watch their white wives cheat on them with black men. There you go. That's what the term means. There's the tapper. Uh, exclamation marks men's. We'll, get you, we'll buy you one of these with these irrelevant chat room points, <laughs> which will get allocated every five minutes to the most active chatters. When you're out on the job, remember your training. You know how to handle this. Don't forget, Smens. If you put hashtag macho in the chat, you'll get one of these, ladies and gentlemen. At the moment, I've only got five, so we can add more if we want. And my favourite one of all of them, if you put exclamation mark JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen, you will get one of these pop up. Come on, JJ. Where are you, son? Here he is. Please tell me it was not a tranny. It was not. For the record, I'm not gay. I've never hoped a tranny. No. Good to know. against you guys that like the trannies. Good. Is this out of focus? Or is it me crying? I think it's me crying. Don't cry, JJ. So there you have it. Irrelevant chat room points and pointless alerts to annoy the stream and the other streamers. There is a cool down, though. So I'd, like I said, it's the first time we've done it. So I didn't know how much the points are going to be allocated and what value I should put on them and how often I should let people play the thing. So we'll just give it a trial run today, see how it goes. If it's too annoying, we'll ditch it. Or if they're happening too fast, I'll adjust it. And if anybody has any suggestions for future alerts, then let me know, following me at Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. Get in touch with me. Anything you think that we should add as a little alert that people can waste irrelevant chat room points on, let me know. Follow me on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. People like the tapper. I'll give you one more free tapper, but then that's it. <laughs> Those white nationalists use the term, which combines cuckold with conservative, to suggest that Republicans who condemn racism like to watch their white wives cheat on them with black men. There you go. That's what the term means. That's what the term means. Thank you for explaining cuckold, Jake. Very much appreciated. So it is Wednesday. We have JJ Stoner coming on in the second half of the show. And as is our new tradition here on the Daily Boogie podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we like to use Wednesday as a little bit of a refresh, a little bit of a palate cleanse, a little bit of the reset button. So I do have some stories for you. Going to touch on a little bit of Corona stuff, but I'm going to try and steer clear of it as much as I possibly can. So let's open tonight's account. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to The Daily Boogie. With this little number that was sent to us by Nadine. Thank you, Nadine, for this story. This is fantastic. This is exactly what I want. So you can see the follower bar. We're, we're, we're gunning for a thousand followers. If I can get close to a thousand before Friday night, 6 p.m. Friday night will be a special push us over the edge. Let's get 1,000 followers party stream. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Maybe we'll just open up the Discord. I don't know. Play dumb clips. Put requests in. Whatever you want. If we can get close to a thousand. What's striking distance? I don't know. Maybe within 30, if we can get within 30 followers by Friday night, Friday night party stream. If not, pff, we'll just have to put it to one side. 
We'll just have to let the thousand tick over, hopefully, in the in a few days after it. But let's hope that we get close to a thousand followers, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Nadine sent this one through. Sydney brothel customer awarded $155,000 after being viciously bashed during a sex act. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to... Safe word, I'm suing you. I want you to use all your available powers of imagery here and just imagine this kind of situation taking place. A naked brothel customer who was participating in a sex act when the Sydney proprietors burst in and viciously bashed him has been awarded $155,000 in damages. Chun Wai Fung, Chun Wai Fung, <laughs> was subjected to, quote, a harrowing, scarifying experience resulting in physical and psychological injury, injury, Judge Lawrence Levy said on Tuesday. The judge upheld Mr. Fung's claim of assault, battery, intimidation and humiliation in front of brothel staff, uh, staff as well as deprivation of his personal liberty. And we're all about personal liberty here on this program. Mr. Fung sued the, uh, the company Bosi Chow along with Chow Chang and his wife Zhao Hu. Zhao Hu? Zhao Hu Chow? In New South Wales District Court, they ran two brothels, including one at 278 Cleveland Street in Surrey Hills, where the attack occurred in the early hours of June 26, 2018. The then 23-year-old Mr. Fung unexpectedly experienced fellatio interrupter. That is a fucking quote from the court. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Fellatio interrupter, ladies and gentlemen. How awful. While engaged in paid sexual activity with a female sex worker known as Joy, the judge said, Mr. Chang and Ms. Hugh came in and slapped, kicked and hit Mr. Fung, who had paid $240 for agreed sexual services. So he puts 240 clams down. He then proceeds to receive a blowjob. He's naked at this point, receiving a blowjob. Mid blowjob, mid fellatio, he experiences fellatio interruptus, which apparently is a legal term for while you're receiving fellatio, somebody coming in and beating the shit out of you (laughs) during that moment. (laughs) The plaintiff has established that he was the victim of a vicious and sustained assault during which, despite his attempts to protect and shield himself, he received not only slaps but repeated injurious blows to his heads, hands, head, hands, shoulders, neck, and back. My neck, my back, beat my, and my crack. From punches and kicks to the abdomen, he accepted that Mr. Fung was forced to apologise to the assembled sex workers, then separately... (laughs) Thank you for the diamond, Sandra. Everybody follow Coffee Talk with Sandra, by the way. She's about to start her own stream. So hopefully you get that off the ground soon. Coffee Talk with Sandra. All the nice, positive crap that you don't get on this show. Mr. He accepted that Mr. Fung, get this, so he's naked at this point, probably still has an erection. He was mid-fellatio. He experienced fellatio interrupter. He was then beaten bloody, bashed and bruised around the head, the back, the hands, the shoulders. Then this happened. Mr. Fung was forced to apologise to the assembled sex workers, so he had to go around and apologise to all of the prostitutes, then separately apologise and kowtow to each of them by deeply bowing before them 
with his head touching the floor. All this while naked. Fellatio interrupter. So he's had to get down on his knees and bow to the prostitutes and his head had to touch the floor. Mr. Fung said he was photographed while naked after being beaten and his mobile phone taken and never returned. (laughs) I also accept that someone acting on behalf of the defendants, if not Mr. Chang and Ms. Hugh, then accused and misused the plaintiff's contact list on that device. This resulted in embarrassing messages and images of the plaintiff being sent to at least his mother. So... Jesus Christ. So he's experiencing, he experiences fellatio interruptus. He gets beaten. He's forced to bow to the prostitutes and apologize to them. His picture is taken of this taking place. And they then send these naked pictures of a man with an erect penis apologizing to prostitutes to the man's own mother. I shouldn't laugh. It's fucking horrifying. Oh, yeah, he got fucked big time. The judge found that Mr. Fung had been banned from the couple's other brothel, apparently because of his employment managing a rival establishment. Ah, see, that's what happens when you get in bed with the competition. Mr. Chang had mistakenly believed that Mr. Fung was banned from the Cleveland Street premises. I find that in the circumstances, Mr. Chang approached the plaintiff in an attitude of anger with the intention of teaching him a painful lesson. He rejected the operator's claim that Joy, who did not give evidence at the trial, had yelled out and they were trying to stop her being sexually assaulted. No me too for you, Joy. In September 2018, Mr. Chang and Ms. Hugh, who had previous convictions of assault occasioning actual bodily harm, pleaded guilty to common assault upon Mr. Fung. Judge Levy ordered the defendants pay Mr. Fung $154,000, noting the ongoing physical and emotional problems suffered by him, including persistent post-traumatic stress disorder. There you have it, huh? Payday for Mr. Fung. Sounds like he was caught recording. He could have been. There you have it. Wonderful story. (laughs) Down here in our little town of Sydney. Thank you so much for joining us. You're on the Daily Boogie. Uh, May as well keep in Australia just a little update of what we're doing down here. Positive news. Australia may keep coronavirus restrictions for a year. Huh. A year. Just just one year, hey? Great. Sounds great. This is good, good news. Australian public life could be constrained for another year because of the coronavirus pandemic. Prime Minister Scott Morrison warned on Friday as the country's most popular state mulled sending children to school in shifts. (laughs) Australia has so far avoided the high numbers of coronavirus casualties reported around the world after closing its borders and imposing strict social distancing measures. We watched the clip yesterday of the three guys being arrested for sitting on a rooftop drinking a cold drink. The police chopper was dispatched to take care of these obviously very dangerous criminals who were sitting, minding their own business, not doing anything. Restaurants, bars and other non-essential businesses have closed and public gatherings of more than two people are banned under the threat of fines and even prison. Measures that are expected to double the unemployment rate by mid-year. Double the unemployment rate. Ah, Don't worry about it. It's not that important. In response, the daily growth rate of reported new infections has steadied in the low percentage single digits from about 25% several weeks ago for a total of about 6,500 infections in a nation of 25 million people. 
including 63 decks. Move along, nothing to see here. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said some measures, like the rule requiring people to stand at least 1.5 metres apart, would likely remain for several months, given there was no guarantee a vaccine would be developed in that time. <laughs> so our options are great looking, looking ahead. We have very positive uh, options moving forward here. You have to continue standing 1.5 metres apart or you go to prison until either there is a vaccine or until everybody agrees that the government should track their every movement with a mobile phone app. Isn't that fantastic, huh? <laughs> you want your freedom back. I know. I get that. That's, I, I understand you want your freedom back, but here's, here's the unfortunate reality, dear citizen. Unless we track every single movement you have with a mobile phone app or we continue to arrest people for standing too close together, you can't have no freedoms. Well, at least they're giving us the option, right? The option. I love solutions. We're, a big, we're big on solutions on this program. What if there was another way? What if there was an option three available to people? And I know you're saying, what, Boogie? There's no other option. Don't be so negative, bro. I found this happy little story in the last few days. You're going to love this. <laughs> what if we could all go back to normal life with one small, very slight variation? Now, you have to put exclamation mark lookna like no spaces. Coronavirus, sunbathing in perspex boxes. EU looking at smart solutions for holiday makers. Do you want to see this smart solution? Have a look at that, huh? <laughs> oh, yes. Who wants to go to the beach, everybody? <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. The smart solution that's being touted by the EU. <laughs> Nate, in the chat. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> The smart solution that's being touted by the EU is to put families in perspex clear boxes on the beach so they can't mingle with other people. Beach boxes, yes. <laughs> this will fix everything, huh? Who wants to go to the beach? And then we lock people in these clear boxes so they can't mingle with other people. Can we pick up the box and carry it into the ocean and then plonk it down so we can at least get some waves happening in the box? Can we get some water in the box? Let's turn everybody, let's turn everybody into an ant farm. It sounds like a solution to me. Joyce Raglin in the chat says it looks like a dog kennel. <laughs> Clear cabana cubes. Yes, check a fit in the chat. Fantastic. <laughs> I just imagine families holidaying in these clear perspex boxes on the beach and like just little kids slamming their fists against the glass. Let me out. Please let me out. I don't want to be in here, daddy. I'm sorry. This is the way we have to holiday now. This is a smart solution. This is what your taxpayer money buys you in the EU, ladies and gentlemen. An EU chief has suggested that people may be able to travel around the continent in the near future but on the condition that countries find ways to enforce social distancing, even if that means sunbathing in perspex boxes. <laughs> We've gone completely fucking insane. 
What do you even do at this point? Why even bother? Why even bother with anything now? This is fucking amazing to me. <laughs> this is the best story I've read all week. President, this comes from the top. This comes from the, the top end of the EU commission. President of the EU Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, has offered to hope, has offered hope. This is the hopeful option. This, this is hope here. That we can one day go to the beach again. <laughs> has offered hope to those wanting to get a trip away this year by saying countries must consider smart solutions. They think this is smart. Wow. Smart solutions once the coronavirus pandemic begins to slow down. She said, maybe a little different with other hygiene measures. Maybe we could put some sanitizer spray in the Perspex boxes as well, because we're going to need extra hygiene measures. So you're in, the, you're in your Perspex box. You're in your clear box on the beach. You and the whole family. Maybe, you know, 10 feet by 10 feet. Let's give you enough room to do a few laps on the beach, run around in the box. And then we can put like automatic aerosol sprayers on the inside of the box that will cover that will coat your family in a protective layer of disinfectant because we've seen that already we watched the video of parents spraying disinfectant in their mouth in the mouths of their children in the states remember that so we can do that i don't see any problem with that she said maybe a little different with other hygiene measures with a little more social distance, but it's impressive to see that we have found solutions, ladies and gentlemen. The EU Commission, from the top, considers this a smart and impressive solution to social distancing problems. Holidaying in a clear perspex box. <laughs> we are fucking mental. We deserve this. We 100% deserve this. Please wipe us out, Corona Jan. We don't deserve this earth anymore. We have given up our right to be deserving of liberty and freedom and even life itself. We've given that away. We're wasting our time. Look at this shit. Look at what they want us to do. Sunbathe in clear perspex boxes. Like we were a firefly caught by a 10-year-old on the beach. Isn't it wonderful? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tell you what, I I spoke about this story last night. I've got a couple of things to get to before we bring on our guest, JJ Stoner. will be joining us in the second hour of tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. Spoke about this last night. Easter is a very important time of year. Easter was a little different for most people this time around. Easter consisted of being locked up not being able to get together with family and friends, no Easter holidays for the long weekend, no, 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 no vacations, because we don't have our clear Perspex boxes yet. So changes had to be made. But Easter's also a time for people to remember the important things in life, despite coronavirus. Important things like giving, giving and charity to the less privileged amongst us. So... Often at times like Easter and Christmas, you'll see people who are very, very generously giving the less privileged what they can, what can they, what can they spare to give? And it's an important thing. So let's watch this short clip from A Current Affair, which deals in mobilizing boomer outrage and single mummy outrage. 
and see what people have been giving this Easter just gone to the various charitable organisations around Australia. Let's have a look. It's a sad fact uncertain times bring out the worst in some people. That's true. Like the ones who dumped piles of junk over the what? Easter long weekend. Piles of junk? Vinnie's charity stores. Brady Halls caught them in the act. Caught them in the act? What's going on here? <laughs> so, I don't know if you have these things in the States or wherever you're watching from, if you're watching from the UK or Holland as Victor Von Trum is. We have these charity bins around. And the charity bins are meant for people to put, uh, like, clothes and shit in there for homeless people, right? And they're scattered around the city, you know, in different different locations. But people seem to be using them as skip bins, as trash receptacles for some kind of reason. I'm not sure why. Let's find out. That's illegal, mate. That is illegal, illegal, mate. Go to the tip. What hurts us is if people are doing a general clean-out. <laughs> what percentage would be rubbish? <laughs> I'm sure the homeless person would have great use for that wall-mounted picture that somebody's cleaning. left there. Have a look at that. What percentage would be rubbish <laughs> that people have just dumped? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just giving the homeless a nice painting. Something to hang on the inside of your cardboard box. Don't be ridiculous. It's not trash. It's a, it's a very uh, sacred family heirloom. Stores, a lot of it. It is rubbish, so oh, poor charities that have to deal with this. We haven't got time to deal with rubbish. We haven't got the money to deal with rubbish. Old footballs? See, one's man's, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Wouldn't an old deflated football just bring a smile to a homeless guy's face? He can kick it around. Sure, it's not going to bounce or behave like a football because there's no air in it. But, I mean, it's halfway there. An old, ruined, deflated football. I mean, you've got to have something to pass your time. Just because you're homeless doesn't mean you can't stay fit. Right? I mean, please. This isn't trash. This is, this is, a, this is a fitness item. Come on now. It's just rubbish. <laughs> one, one, shoes not in pairs. Hey. <laughs> Bocca Bradley with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, sir. Follow Bocca Bradley too, by the way, who does streams. He does game streams from time to time. There is a nice blood-stained mattress in there, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, sure, just flip it over. Flip it on the unstained side. Isn't it more comfortable than sleeping in the gutter? Gee, they say beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> I guess we're getting rid of that. Um, shoes that aren't in pairs, just single lost shoes. You never know when you're going to need one moccasin. Just one. You might already have a moccasin. Worn out shoes, single nappies. One ni- one diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's clean. It's a clean diaper. So <laughs> just one diaper for somebody. That would be fine. Here. You can reuse it. You can wash it out. And then maybe at some point, somebody will come across another single diaper for you. Isn't one better than none? No more crapping your pants, sir. Here's one diaper. Hey, hey, hey we got an alert. Hey, hey, hey. Macho, macho, macho. 
Somebody spent, I think it was Natty, spent points. There you have it. <laughs> Thank you for using the points. There we go. For those who aren't aware, um, I caught rivers of shit not that long ago. How big is said diaper? Well, that's key. It looks like a baby diaper to me. I caught rivers of shit not long ago for suggesting that Donald Trump should change his rally walkout music away from the generic Patriot songs, which I'm sure everybody's sick of, and replace it with Macho Man from the Village People. We started a little internet petition, and I was getting DMs like, I'm a horrible person, fuck you, you're scum, you hate the veterans, all of this kind of shit. So I thought, I think it's time that we immortalize that moment in a pointless alert that anybody can trigger at any time as long as they have the appropriate level of irrelevant boogie bumper points in the chat room. So there you go. <laughs> so now, every show if we want, Donald Trump can walk out on stage to Macho Man, much to the pleasure of the audience. So it looks like a single baby diaper to me. Let's have a look. Broken toys. The song. <laughs> Captain Hedgeman with the diamond says Trump should come out to big booty hose. <laughs> or I think he should come out to the call to prayer, the Islamic call to prayer that you can hear around uh, Dearborn, Michigan. When he does a rally in Michigan, he should come out to the call to prayer. Just to blow some minds. Just to prove that he's not a xenophobe. You know what I mean? That's important now. Um, broken Barbie dolls with no clothes. Hey, I, I mean, there's a, there's, look, there's a, a little, is that a Mario? That's a Mario there. That's a little Mario. Uh, it looks like some kind of, <laughs> looks like some old PlayStation game with no PlayStation as well. I mean, these are very, very valuable things that they, they, these people have the audacity. The charities have the audacity to call this trash. I don't know what's wrong with them. JJ Stoner with a diamond says, uh, exclamation point, idiot boogie, boogie bumper. Did it work? No, it did not, sir. <laughs> no, it did not. Lines <laughs> couldn't be clearer. The charities are begging. Please don't leave it here. But a lot of people don't seem to care. A push bike? Come on, a push bike isn't trash. A push bike is transportation. They want all of us riding push bikes. That includes you, homeless guys. They're infuriating those who do. They're not even going to be able to open the door. They'll blow pro- <laughs> Look at all of this shit outside the charity. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> they can't even get in the place. They're going to have to call the garbage man before they start handing things out to the homeless. Here's the solution. Hire the homeless as garbage men. Boom. Let them sort through the rubbish. They can pick what they want. They can throw the rest out and they can get food money. They can get soup money for doing it. See that? We just fucking solved the homeless problem and the garbage at the charity problem in one fell swoop. Just like that. Just like that. This is disgusting. Well, it's these disgusting. And um, they then have to sort through it and do something with it. So, yeah, that's that's not, not fair. It's We're not fair. cleaning up our homes during these lockdown days mm-hmm. and charities have become the new... <laughs> See, wouldn't that look fantastic? 
underneath your bridge. Look at that. That's a beautiful painting. That's a beautiful painting that some child or a special person, either or, doesn't matter. That's a beautiful painting that somebody has painted for the homeless people to hang on the wall in their underpass or in the sewer or in the cardboard box where they live or behind the dumpster, wherever they are. Look at that. Look, effort has gone into that. Thought has gone into that. Love has gone into that. Just because you're homeless and living in a box doesn't mean that you can't brighten your day somewhat. I think anyway. You tip. Does it happen much? It happens quite a lot. Ellis, it's one bad thing or the other bad thing. There's no, yeah, we should just do this one. Let's just do choice A. Choice A will be so much better. No. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> Somebody spending irrelevant points in the chat. It's good to see. Thanks for playing. Looks at the growing I'll let you decide at the end of the show if it's worth doing or not, or if it's just annoying. <laughs> Victor Von Schroom with a very good point. I'm jealous of the homeless. They get to go out. Every day. But I take it there's some older people that work Look in there. Look at all the clean shit all out, out the front of they this do. place. I spent many hours... Flowers? Who doesn't want flowers? These rubbish piles today. God, my wife begs me to get her flowers. These uppity homeless creeps don't even aren't even don't even want the flowers. My wife begs, begs me, buy me flowers. I love flowers. Why don't you ever buy me flowers? These homeless people get flowers and then throw it back in your face. Ungrateful fucking swine. I, I could find very little. A travel coffee cup? Huh? That's not garbage. That's not trash. That shouldn't be. Ambelina in the chat. I love flowers. Of course. The homeless apparently do not. In the tip. If there was something, well, it's been ruined by the weather because uh. nearly all these stores are closed. Well, it's important, you see, to make sure that these items are weatherproof, though, because they are going to be spending the majority of their time outside. That is a prerequisite of being homeless. Whatever you own needs to be able to withstand the harsh winters and the harsh summers of the Australian environment. So what looks like dumping trash outside of a building is actually testing the products to make sure that they are roadworthy, in effect, for the homeless people who will have them. Because of the coronavirus, again, the sign says that clearly. I mean, it's a charity. I mean, come on, a ukulele. Again, the sign says that clearly. I mean, you're homeless. You've got nothing better to do. You've got nothing else going on in your life. Why not learn how to play a little tune or two? Why not entertain people at the bus stop instead of masturbating in front of them? Why not serenade people at the traffic lights at the intersection instead of begging for change? Why not put a little bit of thought into it? I mean, this is probably why you're homeless. You've got no you've got no dedication, you've got no moxie, you're not prepared to learn new skills. I mean it's a charity service and yeah, that's just it. using it as a tip. Yeah. A so big slice of Peter's day is taken up by Vinnie's having to pay him out of their charity coffers <sighs> to take away the mess. And the stuff that is rubbish, you've got to take that to the tip, have you? Yeah. Yeah, we've been yeah, twice today. <clears throat> the right way to do it is planned council cleanups like these people have done. But it requires booking with your council. Oh, and because nobody's, so many... <laughs> nobody's got time for booking council cleanups. We're homeowners, for fuck's sake. Many of us are spring cleaning <clears throat> in autumn. 
there's a wait list for pickup mm. of many weeks. Ah, see, I could wait many weeks or I could give the homeless people my trash. What's the difference? And some people are not prepared to wait. Look at this guy. We- Dumping an old pram. We caught these two. <laughs> They've done a lovely home clean to dirty someone else. Wow. Mm. Go to the tip. What a piece of shit. It's illegal to do that. He also parked illegally. (laughs) He's doing it all. He's got it all going on. Parking illegally to illegally dump trash at the charity centre. What a fantastic human being. What a, he's just giving and giving and giving. Didn't argue when I (laughs) angrily chipped him. You'll get clothes that are 100 years old that you can't give to anybody. Oh, don't be picky. All of that. Or... There's new rules today. He's a lawbreaker. So you can't give people a used mattress. Why not? You can't give people a used mattress. It's against the law. (sighs) Bill Cruz of the Exodus Foundation feeds the poor and knows a thing or two about donations. Tell us a thing or two. We ask for what we want. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. One, wait, one closer to a thousand. Thank you for joining us. And we're very specific because if not, we have a pile of stuff which we never know what to do with. When they leave donations outside, it creates litter. We can't use it, so it creates a cost for the charity. Think about this, says Omar. <laughs> Lady Fritzer in the chat. Boogie keeps proving humans don't deserve the earth. Take us now, coronavirus. Take us now, Corona Chan. We, we earned this. We deserve this. Soka from the association that represents charitable recycling. So every item left outside a clothes shop is one meal that charity can't give to a homeless person. Wow. That's one counselling session that a teenager who's... How much do they need, honestly? Homeless people can get by with one meal a day, I anxious think. Anxious or depressed can't... As long as they have a ukulele and a used Barbie doll, one meal a day is plenty. Get. Or that's one less support for a mum who's facing domestic violence. So right. we're asking Australians to please help during these difficult times. If someone actually thought they were donating this stuff, it's not going to be usable. In Ash's um, neighbourhood, his charity store has him deeply worried for the deeply elderly worried. volunteers who work there. What are they meant to do? There's no way that they could go through all this. They can't just drag it inside because they'd either have to close the shop or they'd have to close the entire back area. These are crisis times. People do need these services, but... An old pair of gardening gloves, that can go a long way. The services don't need your junk, they say. So follow this rule. These whining, complaining homeless people. Give what you would want, not... Well, why would I give what I want? I'm going to keep it. (laughs) There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's That's a silly rule. Give what you want, but then I won't have it. So what's the point of that? I don't know. These ungrateful homeless people, I don't know, they get to me. Somebody's gone out of their way to give them an old pram, a single diaper, 100-year-old ruined clothes, a child's painting to brighten up their day, an old ukulele without any strings, a bicycle with a broken wheel. So much giving, so much charity, just to have it thrown back in your face. I don't know. I guess I guess they want to be homeless. <laughs> I guess they want this. All right. <laughs>
Have you heard about the you've heard about the protests happening in the United States, ladies and gentlemen? Protests against the lockdown measures. We covered a story yesterday from our favorite publication, Salon, which argued, I think, without fault, that these protests are actually being motivated and organized and patronized by what we'd, we would we would conservatively refer to as extreme right-wing Christian fundamentalist white supremacist groups, a death cult, because they're promoting suicidal behavior. Well, the fun doesn't stop there. I'd like to present to you this short little clip from Vice News. Just because the people at Vice News are no longer allowed to go into the office doesn't mean that they can't churn out hard-hitting content. It doesn't mean that they've stopped reporting the truth, ladies and gentlemen. So I present to you this video. These far-right fringe conspiracies are driving the anti-lockdown protests. Let's have a look. A lot of these demonstrators are frustrated Americans frustrated who suddenly Americans. found themselves unemployed, anxious, or maybe looking for answers in places that they wouldn't have before. They just sound they just sound like far-right death cultists, if you ask me. But their messaging is bolstered by conspiracy-oriented right-wing fringe groups who are always willing to exploit American anxieties. Listen how awful listen to how awful her audio is. Like I've said before, once you take these people out of the studio with people that actually know what they're doing. These are the kinds of people that lambast people who do streams, who do YouTube and say they don't understand. It's not real. It's fake. Blah, 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 blah. But once you get them in the same environment, they can't even figure out how to record a simple audio track. She hasn't got a noise gate happening. So there's this constantly in the background because she hasn't bothered to clean the room that she like. Look at the room she's in. There's an echo. There's she's she's talking really quietly because she's probably put the gain right down on the microphone because she's getting all kinds of uh, audio artifacts if she records at a normal volume. She hasn't done the appropriate amount of work. And this is pumped out on their Vice YouTube channel. <laughs> take, them, take them out of the studio. Take them away from the professional teams that make them look talented and make them look good. And they're very, very average at what they do. Who suddenly found themselves unemployed, anxious, or maybe looking anxious. for answers in places that they wouldn't have before. What do we got here? Show but me the conspiracy. Is bolstered by conspiracy-oriented right-wing fringe groups. Fringe who are groups. always willing to exploit American anxieties. Yes. And whose rhetoric is now showing up in their charts and signs. <laughs> isn't this fucking, isn't this gorgeous? Isn't this cute? The accusation that the protesters are exploiting American anxieties and fear, right? You're exploiting fear, you're exploiting anxiety in order to push fringe conspiracies. When here I was thinking that the governors and the police departments and the politicians were exploiting fear and anxiety to shit on your freedoms. No, 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 no. They're saving lives. That's the difference. <laughs> the people who are now unemployed, the people who are getting arrested in front of their children at playgrounds, the people who are getting chased off the beach by riot police, right? They're the ones who are exploiting fear in the community to push dangerous fringe right-wing conspiracy theories. I mean, the, the fucking audacity to even claim that it's a conspiracy theory whilst people are being dragged away by the police for doing nothing. That's, <laughs> like, it's happening right in front of you. Hey, I don't like the fact that people are being dragged away in handcuffs for, mate, for breaking no law for exercising their constitutional right. Stop pushing a dangerous conspiracy theory, you fringe extremist. 
<laughs> Stop exploiting fear. Wow, the balls on these people, huh? <laughs> while she is while she is literally locked in her own home, she's saying it's all a conspiracy theory. Don't pay any attention to them. It's a fringe right-wing conspiracy theory that the governors are locking us up. It's a right-wing fringe conspiracy theory that our freedoms are being taken away. Now, everybody, stay the fuck inside or we'll throw you in prison. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Stay the fuck inside or we'll throw you in prison. Since last month, militia and patriot types have been drumming patriot up types. an impending government takeover. Militia and patriot types. We are living in interesting times, my friends. This is basically martial law. They've all... Well, it is. <laughs> it is. You have the National Guard on borders of different states checking people's paperwork. Checking your papers. You have the police arresting people if they're outside without a good reason for being there. There are curfews in place, ladies and gentlemen. We played the clip in Louisiana of them playing the purge siren. Attention, citizens, please get the fuck back in your homes or you will be arrested. <laughs> These militia and patriot types are out there acting like there's some, they're pushing this conspiracy theory that there is somehow some kind of martial law type situation taking place. <laughs> those, wacky, those wacky militia people, huh? Also used social media to promote the idea that social distancing measures are anti-American. One uh, notable example is Am- <laughs> so, so manipulative. They're using social media to push the idea that social distancing measures are anti-American. Social, it's, it's just an idea. It's not that the right to free assembly is enshrined in any particular um, important historical American documents by law. No, no, no. That's just an idea. That's just words on a paper, man. It's just an idea. Stop pushing the idea that you have rights, you crazy fringe extremist. How silly of them, exactly. Amnon Bundy, who spent weeks encouraging people to ignore lockdowns. How dare he? The last time it was illegal to meet together as a people on this land was before the revolution. I mean, the beautiful part of all this to me is that the vice types and the other people who are you know, cheering and clapping for these kinds of social freedom, civil liberties being stripped away from people. They don't even understand that they are now unironically on the side of the police. The same people who organised their own protests against the police are now on the side of police. And they don't even fucking know it. They do not realise it. They are now on the side of oppressive. They are now on the side of the fascism that they claim to hate. <laughs> this is fucking clown world. Like I said, we deserve this. We had this coming. Evolutionary war. Then you've got self-proclaimed constitutionalists like Chris Ann Hall, who's called Fauci a disease profiteer planning to destroy America. <laughs> And anti-vax conspiracy theorists are also anti-vaxxers. Yeah, they claim that coronavirus is part of a scheme to launch a mass vaccination campaign. 
they even started the fire Fauci hashtag earlier this month. How dare they start a hashtag? Uh, <laughs> look, it doesn't have to be uh, a scheme. It doesn't have to be a plot. But if somebody has invested a lot of money in vaccinations, right, if somebody has invested a lot of money in vaccine research, then it would make total sense to me that they would use an opportunity like this to lobby government to say, hey, everybody needs to take my vaccine. Why? Because they'll make a lot of fucking money by doing it. It, does, it doesn't have to be like the coronavirus. This is the problem, right? People go too far with the conspiracy, I think, anyway. And it makes it difficult to argue first principles. First principles about individual freedom and individual choice. No government should be able to force a needle into your arm, right? That should never happen. That should be entirely up to you. But when you say that the coronavirus is just a plot to force vaccinations, that's when most people go, yeah, right, whatever. Jacket Pitt with a diamond says, seems to be some fuckery afoot. There's always fuckery afoot. That's the thing, right? So without saying that the coronavirus is all just a scheme to get people to take forced vaccinations, that's when most people switch off, right? But it makes enti- it makes a lot of sense that if people have invested millions of dollars in something, they would use an opportunity like this. They would use a crisis in order to lobby government to get their shit out there because then they can make billions of dollars by doing it. That just makes sense. But then when people come in over the top and say, no, 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 it's all just a fake thing in order to force people to be vaccinated so they their testicles fall off or whatever the fucking thing is, most people then will switch off. And then you don't even get your point across. They talk about mandatory vaccinations every day. Of course they do, because they're using the opportunity, right? But it doesn't mean that coronavirus is all a hoax to get the forced vaccinations. It doesn't have to be that way. People automatically put the two things together and assume that it must be fake because people want forced vaccinations. Instead of saying people are using this as an opportunity to push forced vaccinations because maybe they'll make a lot of money if everybody is forced to take a vaccination. Now, these ideas might seem fringe, but they've seeped into the protests that have now taken place in 34 states, including Texas. I, I always, I always, um, I'm, I'm always filled with joy when people who believe that there are 400 genders talk about fringe ideas becoming mainstream. Uh, don't you? Don't you think that's fantastic? Or conspiracy theory. Isn't that cute? Oh, there's Alex in the fucking freedom truck. Woo! Look at that. <laughs> they had to show Alex. They had to show Daddy Alex in this in order to make it all. Ah, okay, I get it. Alex Jones is there. Everything she's saying must be correct. Everything she's saying must be fine. Look, Daddy Jones is out there in the freedom truck. Now taking place in 34 <laughs> states, including Texas. Including Texas. theorist and Infowars founder yes. Alex Jones wrote up the... The freedom truck. Look at him go. <laughs> in Austin. Freedom truck boogie truck. rubber. FDA gave Jones a warning this month oh. for promoting fake coronavirus remedies. The FDA gave Jones a warning. Gee, he's really he's really taking it hard, isn't he these days? The FDA gave him a fucking printed out warning. You need to stop saying things. This is the government. Are you are you sick of winning yet, huh? 
<laughs> Live by my freedom of speech. Shut up, Alex. And Facebook says it will take down posts related to protests in states where the company says those events... The FDA is now up your ass. How about that? ...break guidelines for social distancing. But with more protests expected this week, a social media crackdown could be too late. Yeah, and there's going to be more protests now after the footage got out yesterday of that woman getting arrested for taking her kids to the park. I don't know if you saw that. In the aftermath of that, a whole bunch of people, they've now made it worse. So congratulations. Congratulations, governors. By continuing to persist with these completely unconstitutional, over-the-top overreaches into people's personal space and personal liberty, trying to tell them what they can and can't do, you are now accelerating the resistance against it. So I look forward to many more videos from the likes of Vice, The Guardian, the BBC and others talking about the fringe conspiracy theory that people no longer have the freedom to go outside and walk around whilst they themselves, in the act of producing the very video where they're saying this, are forced to stay inside and can't walk around because they'll be arrested. <laughs> it's just a conspiracy theory. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our guest tonight, JJ Stoner, the one, the only JJ Stoner. You're on the Daily Boogie podcast. Uh, if you can't stick around after the break, that's fine. We'll see you next time. If you do, we'll be back in five. So hope to see you then with our guest, JJ Stoner. We'll be right back. Novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week. So check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Really giving that one a workout? Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello. 
Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. My I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ. What are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You have to ruin my evening. Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy This just in! The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. Sometimes this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie puppet tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie puppet tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. <laughs>
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's a daily boogie podcast on a Wednesday night. It doesn't look like we're gonna get. It doesn't look like we're gonna get close to a thousand. So no Friday night party stream. We may have reached our peak now at 920. Maybe that's maybe that's it for us. Maybe that's all the growth we have. Maybe we've reached the end of the curve. I'm not sure. If you want to, if you want us to come back on Friday night and do a bit of a fuck around party stream to celebrate getting to 1,000, then please help us do that. Share the stream out. Tell your friends that they need to, to they need to follow this stream on D Live. Otherwise, you'll shoot them in the face. Do something like that. Take it to extreme ends. Desperate times call for desperate measures, ladies and gentlemen. And there's nothing more desperate than getting this stream to a thousand followers. I'm sure of that. Of this, I am certain. So thank you for joining us. Uh, we're about to bring on our guest here, JJ Stoner. Just a quick reminder, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash Bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you would like to uh, tell me about all of the garbage that you leave at the charity place, and you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Uh, it is with great pleasure that I introduce our guest for this evening, JJ Stoner. Are you there, sir? Fucking weird. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> JJ raped my voice on his soundboard. Yeah, see, see, he's doing his thing. <laughs> now it's... Idiot Boogie See now I'm now I'm having uh now I'm interviewing myself on my show. How are you, Boogs? Ah man, it was in the moment. It was in the moment. We can't ruin the moment. It was in the moment. Are you talking about pocket wallet? Can you say pocket wallet for me? Pocket wallet. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, I said pocket wallet. You said pocket, pocket wallet, wallet, did you? Uh, just walked in here and put pocket wallet in the chat, and I've repeated it like a fucking trained monkey. Boogs, I, I hear that you're a pretty smart guy. Do people say that you're smart? Do they have a nickname for you? What's your nickname? Idiot Boogie Bumper. Idiot Boogie Idiot Bumper. Bumper. Oh, is that right? Well, that's Idiot terrible. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Boogie Bumper. Well, that's it. I'm sorry that JJ couldn't be here today, but uh, thanks for joining us, Boogs. <laughs> Shut up. Boogs. Thank you for the diamond, Captain Henchman says. JJ Boogie Jewel with the Morello riffs. Absolutely. Thank you, you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? <laughs> Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Am I done with it yet? You want, you want me to join the show? I don't know. It's up to you. you Are can, you done, Boogie? You can be on the show if you want, or I can be on the show. It's up to you. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, you've never interviewed yourself. I, I've never interviewed myself. It's all right. <laughs> We're killing time here. That's fine by me. Like I, I just, oh, like, I love killing time. I'm, I was a big fan of David Letterman growing up, and that was basically his whole act was just wasting an hour, wasting See, the really audience's sad. time. I'm really fat, so I stretch well. You stretch well. Well, JJ Stoner, thank you for officially joining us on the Daily Boogie for the first time. Welcome aboard. Yeah, it is a fucking pleasure. I know you came on my shit show, and now I'm over here now. Yeah, and, you know, you're getting around. Hopefully someday we'll, we'll be over at the Pessies uh, Friday, maybe. I know I will. Oh, okay. What's happening at Pessies on Friday? Uh, Pessies, we're gonna we're gonna learn some psychic shit. Psychic I don't know what the hell. I always. I always learn stuff with Pessy, but then you just like show me a dead penis and then, you know. You forget just, everything you else. nightmares and shit, and I can't do it no more. <laughs> well, JJ Stoner, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. And I promised that I would either blow your mind tonight or you would say, oh, shit, man, I've already seen that. That ain't no thing. So it's going to be one or the other. 
I gotta warn you ahead of time. Mm -hmm. If it's midget related, I've seen a lot of them. If it's retarded related, I've seen a lot of that too. So it is kind of hard to find stuff. Well, but I, I am. I've been waiting all day. Like, okay, what does he have for me? <laughs> well, what it is. It, it is midget related, but let me give you a little bit of context here. Uh, okay. As you know, on this show, so JJ Stoner is the host. His flagship pro his flagship program is Midget Wednesday which was today. And if you missed it, please go back and watch the replay. Follow JJ on dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. You can catch the replay there. So JJ's flagship program is Midget Wednesday. Now, every once in a while on this program, we do delve into the underbelly of the internet that you live in. So you live in the ghetto of the internet with the apocalypse and the midgets and the baby uh, adult babies. That's your house, right? This, this is my wheelhouse, yes. That's your wheelhouse. Every now and then, we take a little vacation there. You know, so we do like a bus tour through the ghetto. And then we quickly, very quickly get to the nice parts of the internet where we talk about politics and stuff. I can't do that. See, honestly, that's the bad place for me. That's the no-go zone. That's the like, no-go zone. It's too, it's too stuck up. It's too I'd, gentrified I'd for you. I'd rather ride around with midgets and retards than go watch all these actual retards. Like, I don't know. Well, I haven't met a politician yet on this planet hmm. that is worth my attention. How about a judge? Mm, okay. There's a couple of judges in my life. You know, believe it or not, I've had my run-ins with the justice system. That, okay. uh, you know, I've had good, good judges, bad judges. I believe in the yin and the yang. There's good and bad with everything. Well, here's my, here's my thing. Here's where I'm coming from. I think that we have a an opportunity here to cross over these two streams that you should never do. If you've watched Ghostbusters, you know that you shouldn't cross the streams. Never cross the streams. No. But I have the Lego set and I've seen the TV series. The, the, so you're educated on the topic. You know this. But we're gonna Very break helpful. we're gonna break all the rules tonight. Oh no. Yeah, we are. So one of the things that we talk about on this show, a subtext to all of these podcasts on The Daily Boogie is individual freedom, freedom of choice, human dignity, being able to choose for yourself. We fucking love freedom, JJ. We are big pro-freedom. Like freedom. You love freedom. Yeah, just, I love freedom. Just, you know, just let me do my damn show. Let me alone. Let me laugh at my midgets. I know. I, I just want to do a show, man. I just want to do a show. <laughs> so here, I think, is the opportunity for us to come together to build a bridge between the uh, midget tard apocalypse baby adult baby ghetto and the more highbrow gentrified we love freedom talk about individual liberty and political philosophy i think we can come together in this moment on this show tonight it's going to be something special so let me well, set this up for you I'm like borderline retarded so I'll... well no this is <laughs> you, you trust me this is going to work this is going to work i have okay. faith in you i have faith in you do you remember Brett Kavanaugh? You remember the guy who loves beer? Uh, yeah, 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 the beer drinking uh, guy that everybody was trying to uh, not let him be a judge. Yes. Okay. Not they didn't want him on the Supreme Court. Now, he was working at a court of appeals before he was elevated to the Supreme Court. Now, obviously, uh, when he went to the Supreme Court, there there arrived a vacancy at his previous job. Okay, which yeah, had to that's be what filled. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to introduce you to somebody. This story has a little age on it, but I'm guessing that you missed it because you don't do a lot of politics stuff. No, I miss a lot, Bug. <clears throat> like, I miss a lot. <laughs> okay, well, let me show you this. This is going to rock your world. The, right. the judge who replaced Brett Kavanaugh at the previous level of the bench that he was at, JJ, is a staunch pro-dwarf tossing judge. Oh, okay. I already like him. It's a her. It's, not, it's a her. Oh, it's a her. 
her even come on she makes a great sandwich too absolutely listen to this how a trump judicial nominee reignited the debate over dwarf tossing Okay, and by the way, that that midget right there is a man by the name of Midget Mike Murder. Yes, we're going to play a vid- uh, video of Midget Mike Murder uh, just I, after we go through. I'm getting him on the show real soon. Are you? Well, this is going to be amazing because uh, we're big fans of Midget Mike here on this program. Have a listen to this. I love Midget Mike. If you've never heard of the term dwarf tossing, this is the Washington Post, so you know it's true. <laughs> You're probably picturing some antiquated practice nestled between gladiator duels and donato ad bestias which is execution by wild beasts, JJ. Atop the Colosseum playbill, but it's not from ancient Rome. Have a listen to this. This will blow your mind. It's a modern form of pub entertainment in which patrons throw little people, paid performers generally, onto mattresses or against Velcro walls. Over the years, it has periodically been a source of both controversy and disgust. Disgusting. But... By by sickos out there. You know, there's a lot of sickos out there, JJ. A lot of freaks. Fucking weirdos. Uh, Over the years, uh, it has periodically been a source of controversy and disgust. And now, thanks to Naomi Rao, President Trump's nominee to replace Brett Kavanaugh on the US Court of Appeals for the DC Circuit, it is in the news once again. Dwarf tossing, get this, dwarf tossing is believed to have originated in australia ladies and gentlemen yes we did it we did thank that. you australia yeah. finally how about that huh australia i learned something new every day and now i'm a big australian fan i'm, I'm becoming more of an australian <laughs> fan by the day boogie so you had some experience with another australian who you didn't get on with very well now you've met me idiot boogie yeah. bumper and you've discovered you, you've discovered that your whole flagship program actually we gave that to you. The whole the whole idea started here in Australia. Were you aware of that? <laughs> Look at Hipster Buggy over here. <laughs> You're welcome, world. You're welcome. Uh, we invented I mean, dwarf tossing. I mean, we only got cotton peanut butter. You want me to keep going? <laughs> well, I mean, so what? You went to the moon first. That's nothing. You weren't the first people to throw a dwarf against a wall of Velcro. And that's the only or thing that matters. Did we? Did we go? Well, wow. guys, <laughs> guys, we tossed midgets on the moon first. <laughs> it was it originated in Australia in the early to mid 1980s and arrived in America soon after. Florida banned the practice in 1989, JJ, and New York followed suit in 1990. Quote, any activity which dehumanizes and humiliates these people is degrading to us all. Okay. In 1991, please go ahead. If you sign up for something, Mm -hmm. like, I can't feel bad for you if you cry after you do it. Mm -hmm. And if the midget is happy being tossed against the fucking Velcro, what's the problem here? Exactly. Exactly. It's freedom, baby. It's freedom. I I have thrown a midget before. Like, not against a wall, because that would be, like, I don't know. Out of a moving crane? Um, well, we had a midget wrestler back in the day. I used to wrestle back in high school, and there was a midget on the team, and I used to throw him around a lot because it was fun. Sure. Well, you got to have fun. But that's freedom, right? That's freedom, baby. It, yeah. We believe in freedom. It's America. It's America, America goddammit. In Australia. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. In 1991, when the Paris suburb of Morsang Oroga banned dwarf tossing at discotheques, Manuel Wackenheim, a little person, sued because he wanted to continue making a living being tossed. 
JJ. France's highest administrative court upheld the ban in 1995, stating that dwarf tossing affronted human dignity. But I ask you, dear listener, what is more what is more in line with human dignity? Letting people have the freedom to decide for themselves how they make their money or making people's decisions for them because you feel bad on their behalf? These are the same people that think water slides should be fucking banned because people have fun. Oh, yeah. Like, have you seen the face of a tossed midget? It's fucking ecstasy. They're having the time of their life. I would love someone to pick me up and throw me like that, but unfortunately, I'm really fat. <laughs> Rao, this is the judge who replaced Brett Kavanaugh. Currently, the administrator of the White House's Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs strongly disagreed with these rulings. She wrote about the issue in journal articles and in 2011 on the post on the legal blog Volok Conspiracy argued that these cases, quote, demonstrate how a substantive understanding of human of dignity can be used to coerce individuals by forcing upon them a particular understanding of dignity, uh, dignity irrespective of of their individual choices. In other words, someone else deciding for you what your dignity is and where it resides, which is completely anti-freedom. I'm glad you you, you explained that because that was a lot of big words. Well, it's like for me, um, I don't know if you're a, a motorsports fan, right? So a few years ago, the Formula One, you know, the grid girls that walk around at the Formula One? So yeah, they yeah, hold the umbrellas up, they like hold the signs up. Yeah, yeah. They're, from the Europe. they're like the boxing ring girls who walk around with the numbers. Yeah. Okay. So somebody came out and banned the grid girls from the Formula One grid, saying that this is objectifying women. But the people who were behind the push to ban this were people who would never do it for a living. Like sea cows and land whales? Uh, Ben K. Veritas with the diamond. He says, rep Hank Johnson midgets clip. Okay, well, please, can you put it in the chat and I'll bring it up. Um, So I believe I know it. He's speaking about, I'm just saying ahead of time. Uh, that's okay. I've got a clip too. I'm going to show you how deep this law goes in regards to okay. human dignity and midget tossing. This has gone right to the top, by the way. It's in the fucking Olympics. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> Would First you- off, you have you have representatives for the throwers and the, the, the being thrown. So why is this not an Olympic sport? I, ma- I imagine that you have to find a midget from your own country and you have to form a duo though. Right, it, it, like we got training, we got training centers. They're closed right now, but we have them. The facilities um, we, are there. We can utilize yeah. them. Uh, winning well, TV in the chat. Like- winning TV in the chat. Sorry, JJ, with the diamond says the fugly girls banned the grid. Yeah. So that's the thing. So with the grid girls from Formula One, it was the the, the, yeah, It was the shannies. It was the ang- angry feminists. They came out and, yeah. and banned people from doing this kind of cr- promo work. But the girls who were doing that work, right? are actually the ones who were most against them banning it because they're like, hey, you just took my livelihood away. You just took my job away. Like, I now want I to do to, this. You I know, have to go on cam and take my clothes off now. Well, a lot no. of a lot of them, like, start out that way when they go for job as, a, like, a model or in acting or something like that. They start doing that promo work. It pays well. Yeah. They get to travel, right? Uh, yeah, they end up on the, uh, the black couch, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> exactly. So... The people who would never do that work are the ones who banned people who, who want to do that work from doing the work on the basis that it's not dignified enough. And, but it's like, how fucking dare you? I decide I decide what I do for a living. Fuck you. Like, I should if be allowed she, to make my own choices, right? If she wants to make $400 for a day's work of walking around just standing there. Right. Why 
does fucking Seabiscuit have a fucking problem with it? I think a lot of it's jealousy, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you've got something. It's better than mine. Yep. I don't like you anymore. Like, yep. okay, well, make your, make your situation better. Oh, I'm sorry. Getting up and doing work is hard. That's why you're that big and ugly and whatever else is wrong in your life that you're so miserable you're trying to ruin everyone else's lives. Exactly. And I think the existence of these women... Uh, you know, attractive women earning money, walking around, just looking good. I think it reminds the angry feminist kind of women uh, how, you know, ugly they are, not just on the outside, but the inside as well. So they need to wipe it from the human view. They need to wipe it from society in order to elevate themselves. See, they, br- they bring themselves up by tearing other people down. See, I know where it went wrong. I can tell you where it went wrong. When we let them out of the kitchen. They should have just stayed the fuck in there, make sandwiches, make the kids lunches, have dinner ready. But no, we let them go out, get jobs, and then now look where we're here. <laughs> fucking equality, right? Yeah, too much Can't equality. Anymore. Come on. Well, so how does this apply to the midget? I think the same thing applies in the midget world when we're talking about dwarf tossing, right? I think the the little people who enjoy being part of the festivities, who want to make money being thrown up against the wall, are actually embarrassing the ones who don't like it because it's something that they could never do, right? Well, I mean, that's, that's their problem. I mean, if Midget Mike wants to make his money, that man makes his money. Mm-hmm. I'll just continue with this article for a moment. After Rao's nomination to the DC Circuit Court, the non-profit advocacy group, quote, Little People of America, there's a group called Little People of America, sent a yes. strongly worded letter to Charles Grassley, then uh, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and ranking Democrat Diane Feinstein, opposing her confirmation, quote, We vehemently disagree with Miss Rao's view that banning dwarf tossing negates individual dignity, the group wrote. But how fucking dare you? It, it, it is exactly the definition of um, oppressing somebody's individual dignity because you're saying to someone, you don't have enough common sense, you don't have enough uh, acumen to make a decision about your own life for yourself. So we, we're you doing it for you. You aren't tall enough to make money doing dumb shit. That's what they're saying. Exactly, right? So let me show you how deep this goes. When she was in her confirmation hearing... This is Naomi Rao, who is, I think, a champion for the individual freedom of little people. She is a midget warrior, as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm a fan so far. I like uh, that one. And what's the actual, like, authentic OG retard dude that comes to the Congress and talks? That guy's awesome, too. Right? There's so many There's so many warriors out there. Yes, yeah, scorned in the chat. A strongly worded letter. Don't you forget it. <laughs> so she was questioned by... Uh, Hawaiian Senator Maisie Hirono, who is fuck, who is stark raving mad, by the way. She's barking mad. She was quite, Let me show you how deep the dwarf tossing issue goes. Have a listen to this. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I ask uh, the, these two questions of every nominee who comes before any of my committees. They are, since you became a legal adult, have you ever made unwanted requests for sexual favors or committed any verbal or physical harassment or assault of a sexual nature? Like Brett Kavanaugh. Hmm. Have you ever faced discipline or entered into a settlement related to this kind of conduct? No. As a law professor, you continue to be critical of affirmative action programs. For example, in a 2009 law review article. So she's against affirmative action. This could be, this judge could be our new hero on this show, by the way. You argue that such programs, I'm quoting, confirms and reinforce traditional and historical associations between race and disadvantage and imposes what you term dignitary harm. Not sure what that means. Because you're an idiot. 
<laughs> say again. <clears throat> what was that? Sorry, say again. Uh, no, I was talking. This bitch can't read. Like you're you're a senator and you can't read. Come on. Oh no, she's a, she's an absolute moron, Maisie Hirono. Um, well, certified, well, certifiable. Senator Hono, that is a that is an article about different conceptions of dignity in constitutional law. Uh, the term dignity is used by the U.S. Supreme Court and other constitutional courts in other countries, and and that is it was a it was an attempt as an academic to to explain the different senses in which dignity was used in those cases. Um, so that was the that was the context of that writing. Is that something that you would apply to any cases that come before you, whether or not? She completely didn't understand the answer. She just got a regulation. No, no, of course not. This is all about throwing bullshit questions and trying to get gotcha moment answers to what, in order to get like a five second clip and go, ah, ah see, see, they're awful. And or any, uh, any issue that came before yep. you imposes dignitary Harm? No, Senator, of course not. Um, no, these Senator, are, of course not. She must be resisting the urge at this point to say, Senator, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. To make an abstract <laughs> discussion of so the concept of dignity I, in, in specific just cases. let um, You let a bailiff or like a police officer stand in these questionnaire things, and when they ask a stupid question, you just pop them in the shoulder. That's the first <laughs> shot. The second shot is a titty shot. Or a boob or a man boob. Just enough to leave a bruise, though. Just yeah, a little just, bruise. Okay, calm down, sweaty. And then number three is like dead on SEAL Team 6 sniper shot right to the forehead. Really? You you elevate from small bruise on the titty to bullet in the brain? Just like that? No, not a bullet. Not a bullet. I said a BB, like ah, an airsoft rifle. I see. I see. I'm not trying to kill Congress. I'm no. just saying they need to have, or a buzzer. Like, you can hook the chairs up with buzzers. Okay. Maybe, maybe we can put shock collars on them. Yeah, it works for dogs, right? Right? They need to be trained. They are leaders. So you were, you were mentioning stupid questions. Here's, here's the piece de resistance that I want to show you. Have a listen to this. This is how far. So you, you don't really delve into the political world. I watch these kinds of hearings for fun because I'm a sick, bitter, and twisted individual, JJ. This brings me joy. I got to correct you. I do do political shit. I really am up on the times and all that. It's mm -hmm. just when I cut my show on, I don't want to waste time. Okay. You know. Well, this is not a waste of time, though. What I'm what I'm showing you. This is a waste of time. I'm saying when I pop on, it's midget tarred fun time. It's not doom and gloom, and you know, and 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 you make it funner than most. Like I'll say that, man, because I watch the news and I'm like, my god. Can everybody please just shut up? And Boogie's like, look at these people just sitting on the roof. <laughs> and they're harassing them with a fucking helicopter. The and that's, the kind of coverage, that's the coverage we need, but Absolutely. it's not the coverage we deserve. No, correct. Well, I want to show you, because I said, like I said, we're bringing together these two streams. We're crossing the streams tonight. I want to show you how deep. You thought Midget Wednesday was just a fun thing. Hey, I'm just the Riri and the Midget guy on a Wednesday. That's, that's what I do. That's my thing. No, no, no. You are changing the fucking world, my man, because this issue has gone all the way to the most powerful government on planet Earth, the United States government, in Senate confirmation hearings, cheese, JJ. Man. Have a listen to Maisie Hirono ask Naomi Rao about this very issue. Here's an actual situation. I think you responded to a uh, uh, something that happened in France uh -huh. uh, yes. where they made dwarf tossing <laughs> illegal. Did you ever think you would hear the term dwarf tossing mentioned on the floor of the United States Senate? Did you it's ever see It's in the records now. It's, in, it's there forever. 
<laughs> she's typing, and she just had to type dwarf tossing. Dwarf tossing. <laughs> yes. And of uh, you, <laughs> Senator. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. I think that you said something like, you know, it's up to them whether they, but they, uh, this was an individual decision. Yeah, what an awful idea. I think you said something. You suggested that it was up to them whether they be tossed or not. Like, what are you, some kind of mad woman? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, look, look, grabbing a midget and throwing them is not okay. Okay, it's boundary issues and all that. Yeah. But if the midget is literally like, hey, throw me for five bucks, and you pay your five bucks, That's what right. the fuck is the problem? If he wants to throw and you want to throw, then let's fucking throw, right? Let's get boogie in. Let's get our fucking throw on. But why wouldn't... To... Look, she she just realized. Did you see that? She just realized how stupid she sounded. She's like, so you had this idea that uh, uh, midgets should be allowed to decide for themselves whether or not they get tossed, and then she's playing, she's replaying her own stupid statement back in her own brain, and she's like, oh shit, oh shit, am I saying that they shouldn't have a choice to decide what they do, <laughs> right? I think that you said something. This is the problem. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't, they have all of these laws and they keep trying to add all this bullshit on top of it. We can't just sit down and go, okay, what do you think about this? We have to go, well, brother, what about that? Da, da. Exactly. And they end up, t they end up tying themselves in knots because they end up going against the very thing that they're supposed to be for in order to score political points. Like, you know, it's up to them whether they, but they, uh, this is an individual. Have a look. At, have a look at the moment when she realizes that she's just gone back on, basically, the whole idea of individual freedom. <laughs> but why wouldn't it's like somebody get brain freeze? A complete brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maisie, Maisie Hirono. It would seem as though your writing about dignitary harm would apply to uh, something like dwarf tossing. Uh, Burnett, yeah, Senator, thank you for this judge is being asked on the floor of the United States Senate about why she believes in dwarf tossing. Fuck yeah. They see this is why I love America for shit like this. For the for the opportunity to clarify that. Again, it was in the I wrote about a particular case in France um, that was was that used different conceptions of dignity. There was a town in France that banned dwarf throwing. There was an individual, Mr. Wackenheim, who made his living doing that, and he said that this ban affected his dignitary interests. But but in my article, I don't take a position one way or another on these issues. Um, I'm just pointing out. I think say, uh, look, your she's article arguing. has been interpreted as that you were okay with a dwarf tossing. This is one of the reasons. You see, Maisie, Maisie, you idiot. She's okay with people deciding for themselves how they make their own living. And I, I think everybody's okay with that, aren't we? People want equality and freedom until you're doing things that they don't think is right. Exactly. See now, see, see how we've dragged JJ into a discussion about fucking political philosophy by bringing up dwarf tossing in the Senate. He didn't even know that this was going to happen. We are blowing fucking minds here. I didn't know it was happening, but like I said, I can get down with the political. I put the ten four hat on real quick. Oh, this isn't, <laughs> but this is this is bathing yourself oh, is in the there. warm light of freedom. <laughs> this is telling me that my freedom cannot be achieved by throwing a midget as far as I can throw it. Exactly against the wall with Velcro. That is infringing on my pursuit of happiness. Speaking of happiness, you mentioned this guy's name. This is oh, well. this is the warrior. This is the guy who wants to make sure that he has the freedom to be tossed, JJ. What's this guy's name again? You know him. You know him. Midget Mike Murga. Midget Mike Murga, who may be on Midget Wednesday at some time in the future. JJ's oh, trying to get him on the show. 
definitely been and i've been in contact with them it's just i had a whole bunch of stuff happen and had to take a little break and I just got to get back in touch with him. This is fantastic. Well, hopefully he sees this. I, I hope he sees this, bro, because uh, we're very pro Midget Mike here on this show. Let's have a look at this brave little fucking patriot fighting for his right to party. Have a look at this. When I go, I put on that helmet. Say again. I said, I'm glad because, like, I really, I was just going to be the bonehead and ask him about, uh, you know, just midget things. But I, now I have a whole angle of yeah. dwarf talk to get, you know, talking with him. Yeah, just open up the floor. How's the legal fight going in the legalization of dwarf tossing? Have you seen the clip Damn. of uh, Judge Naomi Rao arguing with Senator Maisie Hirono about the dignity that comes with being able to decide your own fate? in an employment sense. And then bang, he's going to be like, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We're freedom right. fighters here at Midget Wednesday. I put on the harness. <laughs> ben K. Veritas in the chat. Also infringing on the midget's pursuit of the Velcro wall. Very good point. <laughs> I am the superhero for the night. His little body, his little choice. Right. I'm Mighty Mike Murga. Mighty Mike. And I'm the mini man behind the dwarf tossing extravaganza. <laughs> the dwarf tossing extravaganza, JJ. Some people take it where I discriminate little people for money. And it's like, I never say that. My body, I can do with it kind of what I want. That's it. My body, my choice. Why does my body, my choice apply to abortions, but it doesn't apply to dwarfs? Isn't that kind of fucking discriminatory, JJ? Isn't that unfair? It's called the flip-flop. It's called the flip-flop. You want it your way, but not their way. Exactly. Like, my body, my choice for uh, unborn children, not my body, my choice for uh, adult midgets, which is fucking completely insane. Mighty Mike supports for tossing, little people. That was a terrible toss, by the way. He barely went two feet. I can do this kind of what I want. Look, that's poor technique. See, you've got to have your yeah. arms in tight, I think, tied into your abs. Tight, and you have to use the discus method. The discus, so you twirl, so you spin a few times and then release. Kind of spin them back and forth. And you right. go one, two, three, and then he goes further. And you need a good, you need a good follow through too after right. you toss, right? Like a follow through and a, and a wink. Like a slugger hitting a home run. You just stand back and admire it for a second as it goes over the fence before you start rounding the bases, right? Just holding your bat up in the air. Or as he slaps against the Velcro, whichever one. You want to get them upside down. I think that's the goal because they kick their feet when they're upside down. I've learned that. Ah, upside down. That's like that's like bonus points. That's like hitting the halfway half court shot. Gotcha. Mighty Mike supports for tossing. Little people. Everybody, peace and love. Yeah. Peace and love, baby. Peace and love. He crushes. Tommy Chong. He does a uh, he does videos with Tommy Chong like every Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But uh, he gets on there and they talk about edibles and smoking weed and he's just in a midget like weed suit. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, good point in the chat, though. Uh, be careful not to fist him with the discus method. That's key. I think that's more of the shot put method, though. You grab him by the ankle, not the butthole. The ankle. Swing from the ankles. Yeah. Okay. You got to let him extend. And his extension is also what makes him aerodynamic. And you have to give the flip by throwing the upper arm up. Yeah, and to get him upside down, like, at the point of release, you don't want to, like, completely go, like, throw your arms up in the air, but you just want to guide his ankles towards yeah. the roof, right? So, like, he slowly uh, spins in the air to land upside down. It's like throwing a curve in bowling or, or fastball in baseball. It's finesse. Yes. <laughs> 
This guy crushes puss. Richie got seven and a half last time. Let's see how you can do, brother. Ah, oh, that's pathetic. That's pathetic. Please, don't even show up to the dwarf toss if you can't at least get some length on it. Since 2012 and now, done over 100 shows around Canada and the United States, people love to throw a midget. Wind me the fuck up! I fucking love this guy. I love him. He's a he's hero. A he's a hero. Because what it looks like he's fighting for... Uh, dwarf tossing, but there's just, there's a whole other subtext to this. He's fighting for the dignity of people everywhere. He is, or we are all Mighty Mike, right? He's fighting uh, for everybody's probably. freedom. He's fighting for all of us. There's his channel for anyone that wants it. I'll just throw it in your chat. There you go. Mighty Mike rots. JJ dropping the channel in the chat. He's fighting for everyone, JJ. He's fighting for you. He's fighting for me. He's fighting for the little people. He's fighting for the fucking big people too. I'll, I'll say this. Not many guests have the uh, in-house invite. Boogie, you have the in-house invite. Come on by. Uh, Mighty Midget Mike Murger, uh has the come on by routine. There you go. We're, we're very lucky. I, I mean, I'm in blessed company. I don't believe that I'm stereotyping or like dwarfism. I'm just freaking good at it. Yeah, I'm not stereotyping good. shit. I'm good at this. I rock this he's shit. Really good at it. <laughs> like, like that's, he's that's, one of my favorites. He's got to be the best. That's the end of the story. Because, like I said, he's he's not just a he's not just a midget getting tossed. This is the thing that we need to change our thinking here. He's a fucking freedom fighter, right? Yeah. It's so much more. He's fighting for your right to party, boogie. Exactly. Hey, I'm not calling out little people of America. I'm not calling out little people of Canada. They're calling me out that I'm a bad news. I'm a bad image for little people. I'm not displaying that in any way, shape, or form. What I'm displaying is, hey, you want to throw a little person? Pay a few bucks. Now's your chance. <laughs> How much, sir? How much? I don't know. How much? Five, five bucks a toss? Ten bucks a toss? What uh, you going right, sir? What What would you be willing to pay? I could go as far. I could go as high if I if I was in a place like this, sinking a few beers, and this was happening. I reckon I could probably go like 50 bucks. And I go, yeah, you know what? 50 bucks, I'll throw a midget. I better get five tosses, though. If I'm paying 50 bucks, I want five tosses. Ten a toss. Yeah. That sounds fair. <laughs> how, how about you get six tosses, but if you buy $50 worth, you get a free one? Just Do to I get sweeten a shirt? the deal. Yeah. There- a keychain. Ooh. <laughs> a sticker? You could get a sticker. A sticker and a keychain right, and a free toss at 50. Fuck yeah. All right, I'm in. Done. One wait, night wait, 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 hold on. Wait, hold on. Do I get a picture and an autograph? Oh, yeah, selfies and stuff. No problem. No problem. Fuck yeah. Lou Frigno says about 20 bucks seems fair. Yeah, I, could, I would pay 50 because I'm probably already drinking, but it's a buyer's market. Ta-da. Is this derogatory to the little person community, or is this person actually advocating for themselves saying I'm a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman and I'm going to do this. Exactly. Freedom, baby. Freedom fucking wins. Whatever happened to turn the fucking channel if you don't like it? Like, what happened to that? That's dead. It's dead. Don't watch it if you don't want to see it. Well, this is like the experience that I had not that long ago that I was telling you about how I was getting this DM and it's like, why are you fucking inviting? Why are you uh, sharing JJ Stoner out? It wasn't just you. It It was like... 
you know, everyone else as well. Like, why are you sharing out these shows? And I, like, I didn't even fucking bother replying because there's no point having a discussion with somebody who's willing to go into your DMs and start fucking uh, lecturing you about, you know, what fucking links you share out, right? There's no point talking to that poor, uh, person. Why are you bringing on this man <clears throat> that speaks ill of the disabled? What is wrong with you, Boogie? Exactly. So, but it's <laughs> it's the same thing, right? Like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Now okay. there is this this feeling. There's this atmosphere where you need to share. You're, you're kind of coerced into having outrage on somebody else's behalf, right? Like if you don't share their outrage over something, you may as well be the guy doing the thing that's causing the outrage. They view it as the same thing. You are now a Nazi. Right? And it's not my fault. Like if I think you're like me, I'm not very easily offended by stuff. So I got, yeah. (laughs) But that makes me a bad guy now. In 2020, if I don't get easily offended by things, I must be a bad person. Like, when the fuck did that happen? I'm not doing it. Like, just because I'm not outraged doesn't mean, like, I'm in favour of it or anything. I wouldn't do it to somebody else, like, whatever the outrage thing is. But I don't care that somebody else is doing it because I'm not a psycho, right? (laughs) I got something for you. All right. It's going to encapsulate all this. Okay. 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 Ready? Are you ready? Go for it. I'll see you now. I'll see you in hell. There you go. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Let's carry on with Midget Mikey. <laughs> because this is what I feel like doing, and there's a, clearly a market out there, and I'm going to exploit it because this is a capitalist country. When kids are like, Grandpa, what did you do for- Fucking capitalism, baby. From back in the day, I wanted to be able to say I watched uh, people shake their ass and threw some uh, midgets. The, he had the better toss because he had the discus method. Ah. I see. You critique. Let's let's have another look what at the discus method. Be able to say, I watched uh, <clears throat> people shake their ass and threw some uh, midgets. Oh yeah. So the feet planted, but he came from like a ninety degree angle. So he came like there was a big backswing on it, right? Yeah, he used that that stuff that people call math. Math, <laughs> math. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, propulsion plus trajectory equals winning the midget toss. I think that's the equation. That big brain never shit. <laughs> I would have seen him clear the mattresses, though. Eight and a half feet. Not bad. Not bad. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Situation of, I'm just telling of, you now I'm going to beat that. <laughs> no, you can't pick up a little person and throw. I'm asking you to throw me you know, for a little little, little reimbursement. And But, but it, I do it as a sport. It's a sport, JJ. <laughs> it's a fucking well-paying sport. This man makes bank and cheddar at the same time. And crushes puss. All day. Like, I've, I have videos of this dude where he's just standing next to, like, that. Oh, ooh, she's a nine. Ooh, she's a nine. Ooh, she's like, yes. God damn, the man knows Tommy Chong, one of his best friends in the world. He has his, he has his pick. He has to beat them off with a stick. Liz in the chat says, I actually enjoyed the bowling version. See, that's another sport. It's another sport. Yeah. Midget bowling. It is a sport to me. I didn't create it. I'm just capitalizing on it and making it fun. And it, That's right. He didn't create it. As we all know now, thank you, Washington Post, this whole sport was invented in little old Australia. You're welcome, world. We did that for you. You're welcome. And entertaining. Like, we have the first confirmed midget. Okay. So just get over that rest of the world. <laughs> we had the first. We found the first midget. We're like, what should we, what should we do with this little bugger, eh? Why don't we throw him? Sounds like a good fucking idea. Let's throw him at a roo. <laughs> and a sport was born. Yes, and entertaining audiences. 
Here we go. Down now. Oh, we got a poop? oh, oh, what's happening here? Oh, he's getting mad. Yeah. So he didn't like he didn't like the technique or something, or he's going, no, 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 down, down, down. And and then he's going off at the MC saying, do your fucking job, dude. What is his job? I need to find out. Wait, wait, all right. I know what happened. I know what happened. He, all that dude had to do was push the air mattress in, and he didn't. And ah. he saw that the air mattress wasn't there, and that's why he fell in the middle of it. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Very cautious because dwarfism is basically our spine is crushing and, and it's shrinking. As it Joy of Pessy with a diamond, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, sir. He says, quote, this is the most ineffective boomerang I have ever seen. I beg to differ. This one always comes back, right, as long as you pay him. DLive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. <laughs> JJ's, we're double teaming on Pessy now. How about that? <laughs> we're getting older. Inserting. See, he works out for this shit. He doesn't just walk into a bar and say, toss me. Like, he builds up his ability to be tossed. But all of that muscle mass you would think would probably make him a little heavy for some people to throw him, wouldn't it? He has been in so much stuff, dude. Look at his IMDB when you get a chance. I will. I will. Okay, give me one minute and then I'll do chest and we're done. I force myself a lot to work out and train. Like, so I push my limits. Yeah, pushing the limits. See, this is fucking, this is America to me. This is fucking America. This is why I love you, America, because of shit like this. Because you get Maisie Hirono in her fucking intellectually malnourished, small, withering, crippled little brain trying to argue that guys, heroes like this guy shouldn't have the right to decide for themselves how they make a fucking living being tossed. Fuck you, Maisie Hirono. You disgusting, awful piece of fucking shit. You, you talk about human dignity. Look at this. This is dignity right here. He's working out. He's making a living. He's crushing puss. He's a goddamn fucking celebrity, JJ. And Maisie Hirono and people like her want to trample on his fucking freedom. Fuck that. Look, you should see him do his Elvis routine. It's fucking amazing. He's so talented. <laughs> Winning TV with the diamond says, Freedom, we will see you in hell with a heavy bag. People don't have my drive. So a lot of little people just don't have that. That's right. That. I wanted to be a professional bodybuilder, and I went and I did that for like two years. Then all He's of done a it all. He's circus. done it all. And circus, I juggle unicycle, go fire, touring with a lot of rock and roll bands like Motley Crue and Britney Spears. I got to tour half the world. Yep. People like that I'm like a ripped little midget. Uh, yeah. He's cut from marble, isn't he? You could crack coconuts on those pecs. Look, I'm not gay, but I always say for science, right? <laughs> you would do it for science? For science. <laughs> well, that's, that's amazing. We're very pro-science on this show as well. I like science. The cane just keeps me stabilized a little more and just keeps, you know, I'm turning into old man a little bit here. I'm going to be 40. But I use it. <laughs> Sorry. What was that? I said he got a pimp cane. A pimp cane? He is a pimp. He's a goddamn pimp. For a little bit of stability when I walk, because us little people, we uh, we put a lot of wear and tear on their knees. Joy of Pessy in the chat. He looks like a tiny Dick Masterson. <laughs> throughout our lives. And so I just keep it. He, he fucking does. He does. Don't, Little don't Dick. 
Jesse will get mad. Everybody don't point that out. Big dick and little dick. How about that? Just to, you know, just to be safe. Me, I'm four foot three, and I'm a dwarf. I have a wobble butt, and I have achondroplasia. Uh, I was a heavy baby, and my head was bigger. And the doctor said to my parents I would never walk, but my mom, my dad. Yeah, and they said he'll never fly too, but fucking look what he does, huh? Every Saturday night at the Gentleman's Club, this motherfucker flies. You should be playing uh, the Rocky theme underneath this. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of like got to straighten out my limbs and I got to kind of fight through it without surgery. Fight through it, baby. This guy is a fucking inspiration. Somebody comes and says something, even if it's rude, I always treat it nice. Because a lot of people don't know better what's a dwarf, what's a little person, what's a midget. So I just, I just be myself. That's it, Growing baby. Up. That's it. Just be yourself, man. I would call him sir. Sir. <laughs> Shit, it was a challenge. I looked through a lot of bullying. You call him, I'd call him your honor. <laughs> My liege. I went through a lot of oh, fights. <laughs> when people said the M word, I like got back in their face. So I go, what? The M word. <laughs> just call me a midget. See? Boom. At a young age, I realized Ring the I need bell to do something and get with your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted self break, Bigot. To prove a point. All right, I'll say this. Go ahead. If that man right there tells me, hey, you probably shouldn't use that word, use this word, I will believe him. Out but of respect says, for him. Out of respect for him. But if he says that it is my freedom to call him whatever I want, he can call me fatso. I don't give a shit. That's right. Um, but I'm all of the freedom of speech, and when you tell me not to call somebody something, I'm sorry, I gotta do it. Well, I think he's definitely a pro-freedom guy. That's the thing. I, I think he is. I think he's a patriot. And I believe I just did. I know you volunteered yourself to do this, but in a way, I feel disrespectful. Like, I'm just... Uh... Stripper. <laughs> so the right the fucking audacity of this stripper she's like i know you volunteered yourself to do this but it feels disrespectful and it's like bubbles shut the fuck up you're, you're due on stage get that pussy out okay <laughs> there's a lot of brack people you smell bad <laughs> gonna pick up a person and throw you like like what about your feelings like what about your what about your feelings like have you ever felt your feelings like I know my feelings feel so real that sometimes I can't even feel my face because my feelings are just so feeling. You know that feeling? Think, think of the Fifi's and the Xanax. Don't forget the Xanax. Like, I know it's like your decision and you know you're you're volunteering to do this and you're probably making more money than me, but I just feel disrespectful and I feel so much because I have feelings and I feel your feelings too. And I can't feel my hands, but I feel how you feel inside and it doesn't feel nice to me. I know it's your choice. Do you know how a a lady feels? Yeah. Like, uh, coarse sandpaper i imagine she feels like well i i know the test so you take your thumb and you stick it in their butt and if they scream and run they feel it ah see you can't can't feel anything they're dead inside here we call that the bowling hole the thing is i make people happy i make people excited and happy yeah but like have you thought about my feelings (laughs) 
So, I don't you know. I just feel like you're more than that, that I would give you enough respect that I wouldn't want to throw you just because I would feel like, yeah. But again, with the feels. Feel, 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 feel. This is a stripper who takes dollar bills to show her tits. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Beef pro-freedom. If you have such empathy, if you have the ability to feel all of these feelings, look at the fucking smile on his face, man. He's loving life. He's loving life. You're you're hunched so, over on the ground like a mongrel dog like full of Xanax and painkillers. You can barely get an expression on that Botox pumped fucking skull of yours. He's he's full of vitality. He's full of life. She's dead inside. I think scuffed uh, China needs to relax. I would give you enough respect that I wouldn't want to throw you just because I would feel like, yeah, like, so you're a little person. I and feel it's funny and, it's, it's like funny and it feels and I like, feeling. You're still a fucking person and that's not fucking nice. Uh, well, that's uh, uh, Look, he's trying to educate her. He's got so much patience. So he's not I'm only not a patriot. There. He's not only a freedom fighter, JJ. He's also a caring, loving educator as well i'm a fan of water hoses and just spraying people like that right and like i'm not talking from the spigot water hose i'm talking pull up the swat van and there's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like the riot squad just send her down the street i'll retire but, but for now but for now I'm, I'm still rocking it i'm still rocking it yeah hell the yeah first war sauce was in detroit michigan detroit michigan Woo. when i went into this part of me were like do i know what i'm doing part of me was like it pays well oh no you can't go head first see these all of these people don't know what they're doing jj I mean, first off, why didn't you strap the damn air mattresses together with some duct tape? That's right. the first thing. Second, I would have built a little platform to step on, get a little bit of fucking pizzazz going here. That's right. Now, also, see, you're a former, you're a former stagehand, so you see all of this logistical stuff instantly. Uh, yeah, lighting's off, the fucking audio shit, and right. goddamn it, why didn't y'all fucking think of this ahead of time? I think that there's one day in the future, JJ, if this podcasting thing doesn't work out for either of us. Let me put to this to you. I have a business proposal. All right. Myself, yourself, and Magic Mike. Okay. Okay. Mighty Mike. We get together and we start the Traveling Dwarf Tossing Road Show. He is okay. obviously the talent. You'll be the setup guy. I'll do the emceeing. I'll do the voiceovers. We you definitely the have the, you have the testicles for that job. Or if we keep going with the soundboard thing, I can just cut you out. Sometime. You can just cut just me out of the that. deal. <laughs> <laughs> like Boogs, um, just say we were doing the dwarf tossing thing next week. How would you present it in a club? And then I'll give you the line, and then you'll steal it, and then you can just go and then just press the soundboard. The midgets are coming. Book it, Boogie. All right, we're in. <laughs> you know, we didn't have like a format, which took time to make. So that was like the hardest part to figure out like yep. how to do this where I can live the next day. <laughs> so we figured out the right mattresses. I like got this bicycle helmet. I ripped up the stuff. See, this is the other thing too. If you ban this guy from doing this for his job, then you're also, it's costing you money. He's investing in this idea. He believes in it, right? See, I need to talk to him because I'm just, I'm envisioning him uh, doing live streaming and blowing our numbers out of the fucking water. Oh, we'd be nothing. Right? We'd be destroyed. We'd be, we'd be, man, we'd be destruction in his wake. That's all we'd be. 
He sets up one PayPal and some Streamlabs and sits there for three hours answering dumb questions. He's going to make fucking merch money. He's going to make fucking kill stream money. You know what I mean? I, you're sitting there. You're all butthurt because you're like, oh, God, I've got a donation thing, but it never goes off. But these assholes get them every five minutes. How does that work? I want that. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you think if he got like a $20 super chat, then he could probably pay somebody, pay that um, bitter and twisted uh, stripper he was talking to earlier who was talking about the feelings. He could pay her to toss him when he gets a twenty dollar super chat. Oh God! All right, and then on top of that, you know the hundred dollar uh, swirly. You know, yeah, yeah. You set up there. I mean, I know it's frowned upon since Opie did it. It's serious, but uh, cameras in the bathroom isn't a bad thing if you're going for comedic uh, value. <laughs> Scorned in the chat. Good point. Says this is essential work. He's an essential worker. I believe that too. Entertainment 100%. is essential. Of course, otherwise we all go mad and end up doing live streamings, making audio clips of each other on the internet, JJ. <laughs> if we can't go outside. The diamond gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond gypsy? <laughs> Pull out of it, make it nice, like, nice and tight. This harness holds like 600 pounds. 600 pounds. And then I got... That's a heavy duty harness right there. The right weightlifting belt for like a 300 pound guy to go and like constrict and lock the back so nothing happens while I'm being tossed that my... Hips don't go one way and my body goes another. That's right. Okay, here's the thing. All right, I have to correct your idea. I don't think a traveling roadshow can work on this. I think we need all we need is a warehouse mm. and a wrestling ring, about 30 midgets, and some lighting and some sound, right? We'll just tape it all, take donos for them to, like, jump off things, jump through hoops like a flea circus. You know, we can... We could make some good money here. How about a kind of like from dusk till dawn situation, just like a biker stop out in the middle of the desert, right, with uh, nothing else around it, where people come from all around the United States just to come to the Dwarf Tossing Hotel, right? Well, he's, he's based out of Vegas, so he'll definitely be in for that then. Oh, we can find some real estate out just outside of Vegas, oh. outside the city limits. Or Australia, hell, y'all got room all over over there it's a little charred but yeah it's fucking hot out here though that's the thing so you're gonna have to be prepared we're gonna have to pump some air conditioning in that bitch or just have really really cold beer uh, cold beer, cold igloo. beer we'll, we'll, get it. we'll figure it out we'll get it done no leaning back pick up throw no leaning back pick up throw oh i can't get into it oh, he's got rules i respect them <laughs> Well, he's just describing the best dwarf tossing technique, I think. That's not the best way. Let's go, baby. Let's see what you let's see what you got, brother. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I'm down with this idea, but it needs to be tweaked. It needs to be tweaked. It needs to be tweaked. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is Magic Mike. Uh, Patriot Freedom Fighter. Uh, I do want to play this short clip that was sent through by uh, Ben K. Veritas. Hank Johnson talks about midgets in Congress. Let's have a look. Last night oh. I used an analogy that some find um, offensive. What happens when you put in a cage fight a giant in with a midget? <laughs> I certainly... <laughs> I mean, didn't you read David versus Goliath? Come right. on, man. The midget wins. The midget wins. Why is he apologizing for this? 
Uh, He's the oldest midget ever, David. Come on. <laughs> not meaning to be offensive or use a derogatory term. A derogatory term. You I'm got sure it. if I drop the N word around you, you'd be just the same scratching my back that we're going to scratch your back right now, huh? <laughs> it's like, what what happens when you drop a, a giant in a cage fight with a midget? Nigga, you can't say that. <laughs> Midgets <laughs> against hell? giants. I have fi- Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. found that the use of the midget, uh, excuse me, the midget will not win the fight. I'm going to tell you. Did he say the word again when he was apologizing? He has no faith in the little people of the world. These are your representatives, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care about you. He needs Magic Mike in his life. Mighty Mike. I keep calling him Magic Mike. Mighty Mike. Mighty Mike. It's also magic. I'll, I'll tell you this, Buggy. He has been known to throw a few stag parties or two. He's actually involved in that as well. He is one of the most entrepreneurial midgets I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he's clearly, he's clearly got the entrepreneurial flair. Thank you for the diamond coffee talk with Sandra. Midget, uh, excuse me. The midget will not win the fight. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> the use of the M word. The M word. The M word. <laughs> you mean marriage? <laughs> you mean marriage, right? I mean, that's, that's... I mean America. <laughs> Is no longer socially acceptable. You put 30 midgets in with the... Uh, with the giant, the M word refers. Right. I've played Battle Simulator. You could put thirty midgets in there with the fucking uh, with the giant, and the midgets are gonna win. I'm telling you now, yes. they have knives. Bro. They have knives, all of them. See, this is just depressing. Remember the words of Mighty Mike. This is all I can say. People, everybody, peace and love. Yeah. Everybody, peace and love. That's going to be a sound drop now. I'm ending that motherfucker right now. Patriot Mighty Mike, ladies and gentlemen, and Patriot uh, Midget. Uh, can we call you a Midget Fancier, JJ? Would that be the correct term? An aficionado? A lover? Yes, yes, yes. A, con- uh, a connoisseur? A Midget supporter. That's what I am. A Midget supporter. I'm, so, I'm an advocate. There you have it. And and this was the coming together of the pro-freedom, pro-liberty podcast and the pro-midget podcast in a beautiful, harmonious, sexual act we like to call midgetdom. Midget oh, freedom. This is going to be a weird baby in nine months. Yeah, but it's going to be a beautiful, weird baby. It's going to be beautiful chaos, man. We've come so far. Thank you for joining us, JJ. JJ, where can, we, where can people find you? Where can we get more? Because now people are hooked. Of course, my fucking stream deck locks so up now. To Joy Pessy on BitChute. Yeah, there you go. That's Joy Pessy. <laughs> All right. Shout out to JJ Stoner, DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. All right. Great show this and then, Bang Mondays. Make sure you're there. All right. I'm going to hit you with this one. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. Now I've just given him the sound bite. No. <laughs> All right. All right, hold on, hold on. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And, of course, if you would like to lick my poll, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at boogiebumper. I'm not done yet. I'm not done. Piles of your own shit. Follow our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Irrational Times, thank you once again for the amazing intro. Uh, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, Nightwave Radio later on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You've also got Mr. America, the Beard of Truth, Winning TV, who's in the chat. Give Winning TV a follow. Uh, Rusty, the Iceman, double four, double three. Frozen Asian, host of the Sunday Night Shit Show. Smens is on the screen. 
this pile of shit on the internet. Frozen Asians got a lot of work to do in the branding department after seeing our Indian patriots there enjoying freedom over in India. So much to do in so little time. UK Neil as well, give him a follow. Don't forget Kimmy as well, why censored? I got a golden ticket. I have a perfectly functioning vagina over here. JJ raped my voice on his soundboard. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm done. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> Besides all of that, uh, JJ, what time are you on? Where can we find you? What have you got coming up? I am uh, noon after the day wave show. I am tomorrow at noon. Um, I'm thinking we might play some Dendu. I don't know. Okay. I like doing things that I don't have to do a whole lot of prep for. And, you know, making fun of the recently incarcerated is, just, is another one of the things, facets that I throw at people. Fantastic. Throw like throw like an eagerly anticipating little person who's celebrating All freedom and entrepreneurial spirit in the capitalist super society of the United States of goddamn America. America and Australia. America, fuck yeah! We started it. We handed it's like it's like we we nurtured the calf of dwarf tossing and then handed it up the chain to you guys, and then you've you've churned out mighty Mike, and we couldn't be happier. We got more, Pokey. I have more. I always have more midgets. There's always more. There's always more, oh. and you can catch them all and more on JJ Stoner's program, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv/slash JJ Stoner. Midget Wednesday every Wednesday. Tardpocalypse Tuesday every Tuesday. Uh, Mukbang, Mukbang Mondays, uh, Random Thursdays, and who the fuck knows, Free For All on Fridays. And on Saturday at uh, Sunday at 2 p.m., you're doing a wrestling show with a Sunday night shit show. Is that correct? Yeah, with that, with that shitty hat wearing some bitch. Hold on, let me pull up. Uh, hold on, I got it. I got it. Here it is with this some bitch. Asian's a beast. There you go. <laughs> with 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 uh, Frozen Asian, who you can also follow on DLive, uh, DLive.tv slash Sunday night shit show. JJ, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I will see you all around, definitely. No problem. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Follow JJ Stoner on DLive. Thank you for that. I think I think we blew his mind. I think that worked. I think we managed to successfully cross the streams that you're supposed to never, ever do, according to Ghostbusters lore. We got JJ legitimately appreciating and talking about uh, political philosophy and individual liberty by introducing the very, very complex topic, the very much fought over ground of dwarf tossing and its legality in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. We got to meet a dwarf tossing freedom fighter, a patriot, Mighty Mike. We've covered so much ground today, so thank you for joining us. Uh, we're a little bit far away from our goal, so I don't know. Who knows? Uh, it looks like we might have to do our 1,000 show sometime next week. I would, I would have liked to. Maybe, maybe I'll do a Friday show anyway. Fuck it. Who cares? Maybe if I put like help us get to 1,000 in the title of the show, maybe then that'll push us over. But 80, that's a long way away. That's a stretch. Considering we only got three new followers today, I'm thinking that, you know, 78 followers in one stream is going to be a bridge too far. But maybe we'll give it a crack on Friday night. So... We'll see if we can uh, get a few more over the next couple of days. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, Ben K. Veritas with a diamond. <laughs> ben K. Veritas, let my little people go. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'll make adjustments to the points because now I've got a test stream out there. I could see people weren't making enough points. They weren't able to put the alerts in the chat. I'll make some adjustments to it. So we'll see how that goes. 
Um, for some reason, I think the subscribers who I gave like 15 points to every single time the points were allocated, they weren't able to earn the big the big smack of 200 like they should. So I'll take that away and then it'll just be a random thing. Thank you for the diamond, JJ Stoner. An absolute pleasure to have you. He says, thanks for having me, sir. F was fun. 44420. So don't forget to catch JJ Stoner live again tomorrow at noon, ladies and gentlemen. But for me, from the Daily Boogie, uh, that's it. That's all we got. Maybe we'll come back Friday, try to push to a 1,000 follows. We'll see how we go. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to tell me how much you love freedom as a little person, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow our friends. Winning TV, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, UK Neil. Why Censored, he'll be on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. You've also got Joy of Pessy on the weekends, Major Tom, the great JJ Stoner. Thank you again for joining us, sir. The Sunday night shit show with Frozen Asian. Tonight, later on tonight, you'll have everybody's favourite lover of French women, Mersh, hosting D, uh, night, Nightwave Radio, dlive.tv slash Nightwave. And then back again tomorrow, Daywave at 10, JJ Stoner at 12, Revenge of the Sis at 4 and it keeps rolling on. So follow our friends, follow the shows we like to follow, support the people who support us. Thank you, everyone. Uh, until next time, let's see if we can push on to a 1,000 by Friday night, huh? As I'm rubbing my hands together. <laughs> let's make Boogs a happy little merchant. Thank you to everybody who contributed to the show tonight. Thank you for joining in the chat, and thank you for sharing the show out. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. I'll open the chest right now, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.